0: You're listening to Helping of Happiness, episode number 126. Today, we are talking about how you can influence the world with your hobbies and gifts with guest Becky Squire. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel, mom life can be exhausting hectic and scary at times so let's take this journey together we can love we can learn we can laugh we can cry and we can become better friends while we're at it i am so happy to be back with you with a fresh episode this week thank you so much for bearing with me last week when i was re-releasing another episode Things were just a little crazy. We sent off my my daughter Cassidy on her mission. She was on our podcast a couple weeks ago talking about her missionary experience in her training, and I was such a mess. <laughs> she left last Tuesday, and she's gone for 18 months. It really hit me hard. So literally, all Tuesday morning, I did come home and go for a walk, and then I just got back in my bed with put my covers over my head. Cried and just slept for hours and hours and hours until it was time for me to get moving, like mid afternoon, and you know, be a real mom again. Enough of the sad moments. Maybe I should share a really funny experience that happened to me just a couple weeks ago. So, out of nowhere, maybe we should call this segment the mom fail segment or something. (laughs) I don't know. This is a little insight into the Hess house anyway, but maybe it will make you laugh. So, this is why I'm sharing this. So, out of nowhere, my three-year-old who we've been trying so hard to potty train I mean so this is a potty training story you know it may be getting a little bit yucky so if you hate this then just skip up ahead so that you can hear our episode of Becky but this kid has been the hardest child number seven the hardest to potty train he's the most stubborn strong-willed little thing the cutest thing it's so good he's so cute because he is such a handful in so many ways. So we finally just kind of threw our hands in the air and just said, you know, he has to do it on his own. We cannot force him to do this. He won't even wear underpants. He's got no interest. Well, of course the other day I'm off for a walk and I think my husband is at the gym or something. He decides out of nowhere that he's going to be potty trained. So he goes to the bathroom, pee and poop, and starts shouting for his brother, his 12-year-old brother. Come help me. I went poop. You know, so the 12-year-old brother is trying to, luckily he did the number two and not so much with the number one. It was kind of a mess. And so we got that all cleaned up. So this has been kind of our life, right? The potty training, he's actually done pretty good, but we've had some pretty crazy misses. So there is this day, Cass was still here for home And so I'm just kind of scrambling around trying to help her trying to help the kids at the homeschool And i'm cutting it super close to when I need to be teaching piano lessons So I had literally like 15 to 20 minutes to get fully ready I basically just wanted to shower and throw in a little mascara So at least I didn't have to be just smelly and gross, right? my husband's of course on a work phone call and I just tell the kids, okay, I'm going to hurry up and I'm going to get in the shower. I literally have no time. I'm just going to be really fast. The second that I get in the shower, of course, someone comes in the bathroom and they're like, mom, it's such a mess. He pooped in his pants and it's all over the place and blah, blah, blah. So I am trying to shower as fast as I can. I'm hurrying out of the shower. I'm throwing on the shirt that I thought I was going to wear, which I'm all of a sudden take a whiff of. And it smells like B.O. One of my teenage boys had put it on and gone and worked out in it or something. So I'm like scrambling and, you know, when you're wet and it's like sticking to you. And so you're trying to rip the thing off. And then I'm trying to find something else to throw on. And I'm going up the stairs. And sure enough, in luckily they were in the bathroom upstairs. And I'm trying to give instructions, you know, when they come running in and out telling me how awful this is while I'm in the shower. I get up there, and my 12 year old son, and my nine year old daughter, and my six year old daughter are all wearing their masks, you know, the fabric masks that we have to wear everywhere because it stinks so bad. This was not a solid poop in these underpants, it was messy and sticky and I look over and not only are they wearing their masks but they are wearing plastic grocery garbage sacks on their hands because they couldn't find any rubber gloves so they're trying to because there's a shortage we can't find rubber gloves anywhere in a grocery store right and so they're trying to figure out how to get the poop out of this underwear. They're trying to figure out how to clean up the kid. And of course, in the meantime, they're having the best intentions, but it's like everywhere all over the bathroom. So I'm trying to hurry and wash out the underpants because they're super gross. I'm trying to wash up the the baby, well, the three-year-old, right? Because he's also covered. So I turn on the bathtub and I'm going to have him just kind of be hosed off in in there. And when I actually think I'm turning on just the tub, I actually didn't realize that the shower was on. And of course I'm leaning in there. And so my hair that was at least dry from the shower I had just taken because I was wearing a shower cap to be super quick, is now soaking wet because the shower is beating on me. So I'm leaning over this Bathtub trying to get the soap, and everything is just such a mess. And I'm soaking wet, and it's just so crazy. So I'm trying to clean this up. I'm running down to the laundry. I'm running back up. And meanwhile, my piano student has arrived, and she's doing those finger ex- exercises, you know. And it's like, I feel like I'm at home alone. And I'm running through the airport because it's like as fast as we can. And I'm trying to clean all this up and I'm trying to go down to teach. And of course, it was my daughter's birthday on top of that, right? That's another reason why we're going crazy and trying to get all the, you know, because I was trying to be such a fun mom that morning. And (sighs) oh, anyway, this little anecdote helps you know that if you feel like you are in the trenches and you are up to your eyeballs and poop and pee and kids and craziness, I am right there with you, (laughs) suffering through the sludge, but it's worth it because we love all of our kids so much. So let's learn from our friend Becky today on how we are going to influence the world (laughs) through our hobbies and spiritual gifts. I'm super excited to introduce our guest today. We have Becky Squire. Becky is a blogger and a writer at beckysquire.com. Hey, Becky. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. I'm super happy that you took a few minutes to be on here to talk about some of my favorite things to talk about is spiritual gifts and hobbies because I love pretty much every hobby and I wish I could do everything right now. (laughs) So, but before we get started, will you tell us just a little bit about you and your family and what you do? Okay. So, um, I have been
1: married for, um, 17 and a half years. And my husband and I have four kids, ages, um, 15 down to nine. And we live in Northern Utah. Um, I, like you said, I love to write. I've got my blog that I write and, um, I also love to run and, um, run in the mountains is my favorite. And I love to bake. I love music. Um, so those are just a, few things about me we might talk a little bit about them later since we're going to be talking about hobbies yes but um and then I also run latter-day woman magazine I'm the founding editor and it is a free online lifestyle magazine with a faithful focus and you can
0: find that at latter-day woman com. super great okay I'm gonna look into that one That's I'm super excited about that one so How did you first get into writing on your blog and doing all the, was the magazine that came first or was your blog that came first? How did all that? No,
1: so I have been writing on my blog for um, about four years now. Um, I just have always loved to write and um, years ago I had a miscarriage and I never like really was into professional writing but I just you know just kind of in a in my journal and things like that but when I had my miscarriage I um I just wrote like an article about it just kind of as my therapy and I don't know why I did this but I submitted it to the Ensign and they published it and it kind of um gave me like an idea like oh maybe people um want to hear what I have to have to write and what I have to say so I created my own website, my blog, and um, for for four years, I published an article every single week. So there is a lot of content on there if you go in the archives.
0: That um, is I'm a mostly... lot of content. That is a lot yeah. of dedication right there, especially when you're mama. That's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, but like I said, it's just kind of my outlet, and um, it just really helps me figure things out and things like that. So um, I started writing about... Motherhood and marriage, and um, just kind of that was basically my life, and um, I enjoyed it. But what I really enjoyed the most was writing about gospel topics, and um, I didn't do that a ton because they really didn't get very many views, at least for my audience. So I mostly stuck with marriage and motherhood, and um, for years. But just this past summer, springtime, I can't remember exactly, sometime when we were in quarantine, <laughs> I decided <laughs> During to <the> COVID. <laughs> totally, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there, um, I decided to totally revamp my blog, and um, so you can still find all of my old content there, but now I focus on um, helping women figure out their unique voice and their spiritual gifts so that they can influence the world, because I have found by the more women that i talk to i have found that they like me we all feel this call to do something and i mean president nelson and and apostles and different leaders in talks they for years they have been asking women specifically not just women but they have been specifically talking to women and asking us to share light and truth and broaden our circle of influence so that we can gather
0: Israel and um, just be a light in the world. I love it. So, and that's kind of how I found you. I was researching. I found you through hashtag. Actually, that kind of funny. Really, the okay. hashtag, hashtags, right? <laughs> it's working. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I've been wanting to talk about hobbies and gifts, and because that is something that I'm super passionate about. But I love to hear how everybody else is going about it. And you had some really great blog articles about that, like a few different ones. Mm-hmm. So that that I right there at the top. What made you so passionate about this? What's What was it that kind of spurred, why is it so important to have a hobby too? Um, So there's a difference between hobbies and spiritual gifts.
1: And and I have one blog article that talks about the difference between those, but how we can use both of those to um, share goodness. And I think that people often think about hobbies as just something kind of random, um, something to... Um, you know, when we get off of work, just kind of pass the time, something that we enjoy and it's definitely those things, but it can also be used for good. And so, um, for instance, my writing, um, like I mentioned before, I've always enjoyed writing, um, but it wasn't until someone actually published that I was like, Oh, maybe I can actually use one of my hobbies to help the world. And I think every single hobby, can do that in some way or another
0: well and don't you think sometimes when we think of hobby we think of like woodworking or photography or and sometimes as moms mm-hmm. or women we're like we don't have time for any of this <laughs> we're just stuck yeah, in the trenches then... with the kids and we kind of forget that maybe we could find a little bit of time and it's important or maybe mm-hmm. that's not the hobby but something else is you know
1: right and i think that We can always find a little bit of time, but there are seasons of life where you're not going to have time to explore your hobby for, um, you know, even an hour a day. And that's okay. There will be time for that. But in that meantime, there are other hobbies that you can find and use to um, share goodness, whether it's in your own family unit or in your uh, community or in the world.
0: So, Let's get back to how do we figure out what hobbies we could or we should have. Can you do you have any personal experiences with that? or yeah, so I think that um, it's really
1: something that you can choose to do. So, for instance, I talked about feeling called to do something and how we all kind of have that calling. A lot of women that I've talked to, they kind of just wait. Um, thinking that they're going to get this revelation about what they're called to do. And it might be like that for some women um, at some points in their life. But I think we have to get to work. We have to just do it. And so I think whatever you enjoy doing, you know, everybody is different. Um, for instance, gardening is a great hobby. I do not enjoy it at all. And I'm really <laughs> bad at it. <laughs> My husband says that I have a black thumb because I kill everything. And so, so that's not one of mine, but, um, but everybody, you know, is so different. So you just have to figure out what do you enjoy doing and, um, how can you use that to share goodness? Um, I'm going to go back to writing because you asked me about a personal experience. Um, but, like I said, it was just kind of something I enjoy doing on the side, but when I started my blog, I did tell myself, okay, I want to publish something every week, and it was really hard, um, but like I said, you have to work hard at your hobbies, especially if you want to get better at them, and especially if you want to really influence the world with them. It doesn't, I don't think it matters what hobby it is, because there's so many different ways to influence the world. Um, but the truth is you have to just work hard and, you know,
0: get up and do it. (laughs) So I love this idea of sharing hobbies and even in a unique way, my daughter just left for a mission for the, for our church, the Church of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. of Latter-day Saints. And because they've been in COVID quarantine, a lot of the missionary work that they can do is online, which is very different from meeting people in public places or knocking on the door or meeting at a park or wherever that they usually used to meet people or even doing service. Sometimes they would meet people during service and they are doing that a little bit more now, but in her area, they're doing so much on social media. And so all the different missionaries are focusing on different talents and gifts. So for instance, Mm -hmm. a couple of um, elder missionaries, the, the boys have done, funny little raps or something that have come up with different gospel messages. She just told me today that she's going to do a series of watercolor, you know, where she does watercolor paintings and that tells a story. And that's something she just started doing during COVID. So before COVID happened, she didn't even know she liked watercoloring. So I think it's so interesting how we're having to be super creative with how our hobbies can influence the world. But you would never think that something like a series of watercolor paintings could be something that would help teach people something, but it really does. Once you think, you're like, Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that was amazing.
1: Yeah. And I think you kind of think outside the box in a lot of different ways. So I kind of put three different categories in how we can use our ho- hobbies to influence the world. And the three are teaching, serving and giving. For example, watercolors. If you are good at watercolors, you can teach others. That's a way to influence Mm -hmm. the world. I mean, it really is because you never know what, you know, maybe someone that you're teaching, what they're going to do with
0: it. We learned from somebody else. So yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how we learn anything. And then serving. I like to think of this as more of maybe spiritual gifts or qualities that we have that we can serve others. I mean, Really, if you cook a meal, if you enjoy cooking, um, you can serve someone in need. We do that a lot in our church. When there's a need, we bring meals. Um, But there's so many other ways to serve. Um, You could take a group of kids on a hike, um, give them a spiritual experience. You know, there's just so many ways. And then the last one, giving. I like to think of that more as like an actual physical thing. Um, maybe you enjoy baking. That's something that I really enjoy doing. And so that I don't eat all of my baked goods, I will go give it to neighbors. And that's a way to influence the world as well. So I think any hobby can be put into one of those three categories.
0: I love that. So do you mind just telling us kind of what is the difference between the hobby and the gift?
1: So hobbies, I like to think of more like that you enjoy doing could even be Something that you wish you could do, and then you learn how to do it.
0: Spiritual gifts are more qualities that we have on your website. And I found this too, where you can just sign up and it gets emailed to 72 spiritual gifts. And I loved this list because it's things that I don't even really think about or could be a gift. And you know, I have a lot more of these yeah. than I thought. So, will you just kind of rattle some of those off for our friends listening? Bet that you have many of them. So, faith, respect
1: conviction, optimism, enthusiasm, loyalty, gentleness, testimony, knowledge, humility, truth, music, discipline, listening, hearing, obedience, sincerity, perseverance, interpreting tongues, speaking tongues. These are ones that are mentioned in the scriptures, but there's so many that aren't mentioned in the scriptures. Um, Wisdom, love, becoming childlike, having a broken heart.
0: So that was (laughs) twenty-four. (laughs) <laughs> which are so many good ones and as i go through this i'm like oh yeah i think i think i have a lot of enthusiasm i think i have a lot of optimism interpreting tongues maybe that's not <laughs> one of my gifts <laughs> <laughs> but it it's could be if i prayed for but, it and worked for it you know that could that could be something humility i probably is. need more work on that one and some of the <laughs> others but But there are, but it makes me feel like, oh yeah, you know, about half of those, I have, I have those, or maybe I could, you know, make them a little bit better, but it just, I don't know. It's kind of cool to read. I mean, we can always improve.
1: Yeah. We can always improve and we can always um, ask for ones that we desire to have. I've done that myself and um, I don't think that God wants us to lack, um, but again, we have to work for it right? We're not just given anything that we want. So, um, but yeah, I think that we all have more than we probably think we have.
0: So are there any of these that you feel like have really influenced your life or even just the life of someone close to you that you can think of?
1: Yeah. As you were asking that, I was actually just looking through and I came across number 66, which is confidence. (laughs) (laughs) And well, I have, I can't give too many details, but, um, I contributed to a book that is coming out this fall, and in the book, I talk about confidence, all about true confidence, and this is definitely something that I think most women want. When I was young, I was very, very shy, and I remember my dad was um, the bishop when I was like six years old, and people, you know, would say hi to me as I was walking through the neighborhood or even at church, you know, they would hi, hi, Becky. And I would just like look down and look away because I was so shy. <laughs> and I remember my, my dad, if you know, my dad, like you would laugh at him saying this because he's just like, he's just got a crazy sense of humor. But, um, he said, Becky, your dad is the bishop. People are watching you.
0: <laughs> and that's like the worst and it, thing for someone that's I know. That's right. But it
1: really stuck with me. But he, what he said, he said, um, you should smile or he said, you know, I challenge you to smile at everybody that says hi to you or everybody that you pass, smile at them. And I noticed that he did this. And I feel like that as members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints, more and more every year, people are watching us, right? And so we do need to have some kind of level of confidence. And so that's something since I was a little girl that I've prayed for. And it's not the type of confidence that I, you know, that you think of um, the most popular girl in school having or the most talkative mom in the neighborhood. That's not, I mean, they can have true confidence, but those don't define true confidence, right? Um, and so that's something that I've thought a lot about lately and throughout my life um, is something that I had a desire to do. And it's still something that I'm working on, but I feel like I become better at it. Um, more and more. And I think that we all need that, especially if we feel that call to share goodness and to influence the world. We need to have that level of confidence.
0: I love that. And I really think there is power in a quiet confidence that is real confidence yes. and not inflated, pretend, you know, I have all the wonderful outward things, but really inside I'm a mess. You know, I think that that mm-hmm. yeah. really is so much. Because it it is easy to throw on a show and not have actual, any real self-confidence inside there. So I really love that you brought that up because I don't think you need to be, I mean, surely being an outgoing person, you could be very confident.
1: Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. You could be just
0: as confident as a quiet person as you could be as a noisy person. Yeah. I love that, which I'm, sometimes both categories depending on the mood Mm -hmm. that I'm in but yeah I love that so much do you have any ideas of how because because this is something I struggle with how do I help my kids recognize their spiritual gifts or help making Mm -hmm. sure that I'm introducing them to the right hobbies because you know I don't want what what if they were supposed to be the best painter in the world and then they never pick up a paintbrush or something I mean it's not like Mm -hmm. it has to be destiny or anything but how do you help them find those hobbies and gifts? And this could go to any family members, not necessarily kids. Uh-huh.
1: I believe that if you just let your kids try things, they're going to find what they enjoy. They're going to find their favorite hobbies and they're going to find their spiritual gift. I always dreamt of having boys who loved sports and who were good at sports and things like that. Um, and I have three boys <laughs> And all three of them could care less. And maybe that's because, <laughs> maybe that's because I personally could care less about sports. I don't know. I don't even know why I wanted a son who was good at sports because I don't like sports. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go watch him. So, no, I don't. <laughs> but, um, I guess it's just something that I envisioned. I don't know. But, but as I grew, you know, my oldest was really into dinosaurs and my other son is just, a people person he's so social and so funny and then my youngest is um more quiet and reserved but he is so sweet and polite anyway they've all got their gifts and their talents. um sports isn't one of them and so you know I I, I knew friends of mine who really pushed certain things on their kids and there's just a fine line right between pushing Things on them and also making them stick with things and yeah. not quitting there is a fine line there for sure but and I'm not saying I'm perfect but I've tried to let my kids just try things and if they really didn't like it fine let's quit and let's try something else and you know now as they are growing they've they're kind of discovering really what they do enjoy and I think that's the foundation is is helping them figure it out as for spiritual gifts um I think printing out this list would be a great way in showing your kids and even sh- circling ones that you as a parent think that your kids have, because that would be a great boost of confidence, right? They might look at the list and say, I don't have any, any of this, but really, um, if you go through it with them, I see this in you. I see this in you. Encourage them to, to find their own spiritual gifts and even to pray for ones that they have a desire to have just like i
0: love that that would be such a powerful activity i think for you and for them it would be interesting Mm -hmm. to see which ones they felt like they had too so that would Mm -hmm. that would be interesting to go through and see with them but what a great idea i love that and i think maybe i need to do that one-on-one and not stand at the family and say Mm -hmm. you have this you have yeah i think it would be a great idea
1: to do it one-on-one that's a great idea and and any age I think teenagers yeah. down to you know once toddlers once they can understand what you're saying yeah um go through that with them
0: I think that would be so building I think that's a great idea I mean because there's so many other good ones cheerfulness and gratitude and creativity and joy I mean mm-hmm. people of any age can be exhibiting those those right. gifts so I love that so much so here's the other question how do we find time to do all of these hobbies I guess (laughs) well
1: it's all about priorities and I actually just published an article yesterday about finding and sticking with your priorities like I said we're all in different seasons of life if you can only give a certain amount of time a day to um, influencing the world, I say that, that's kind of my phrase, and it sounds really big, but it doesn't have to be, because sometimes the world, in your case, might be your immediate family. Yeah. In, in other times of your life, it might be just your community, and in other times in your life, it might be more broad, um, but your circle of influence is different, and so when I say influence the world, that's just kind of what I mean, um, but we should, I think, not I think we should all be putting in the effort, some effort, at least to influencing the world every day, because that's what we've been asked to do. That's really the whole point of why we are all here right now.
0: I love that. And I feel like you've done such a good job influencing me already. And I'm just starting Aww. to get to know you. I just appreciate that you're trying so hard to share your light and teach others how to do so because sometimes it you just do feel stuck. I don't know. I don't know if I'm influencing anybody. I don't know where to even start. So Yeah, and it feels like that and it and that's so normal, but I hope
1: that we can all remember that we're all influencing more people than we think. And this gives so you power
0: when you have a place to start. And I love um I also want to do a shout out for your when I signed up for the printable for the spiritual gifts you have this great email series that takes you step by step through Mm -hmm. on how to figure out your hobbies and your gifts. And then will you tell us a little bit about how you pair those together to further influence? Cause I thought that was really cool too.
1: Yeah. I like how you said that each day is really simple and it's meant to be just step by step line upon line. Um, because we don't need to overcomplicate things. Right.
0: Well, (laughs) and that's the thing I always pray for. I'm like, Please, yeah. I, I know I don't need the whole picture, but just give me one little step because I know I can't handle understanding everything I need exactly. to do in the future anyway. Exactly. But that is something that really helps me is to have little steps. Yeah, exactly.
1: So so in my email series, I start out um, helping you discover what your interests and your hobbies are. And then the next step is to discover what your spiritual gifts are. And that little printable goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Um and then what I like to do is to take your interests and hobbies and we'll actually divide them into three. So if you go on my Instagram account, I actually have a little chart yeah. and it's really cool. But, um, so pretend there's a circle of your interests mm-hmm. and then there's a circle of your hobbies and in my email series and on my blog, I do, um, explain the difference between hobbies and interests. Yeah. And then the third circle is, um, your spiritual gifts. and so it's, is it a Venn diagram? I don't know what type of diagram. I, <laughs> Whatever, I'm not, it's, a, it's a diagram. Not, it's a
0: diagram of
1: some It kind. might be
0: a Venn diagram. I don't remember what those are. But <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I know, know I that. learned about it like 20 years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But
1: where those three circles meet, yeah. right? In yeah. the middle, there's that little section. And that is your purpose. And that's what makes you stand out in a world saturated with people because there's a hundred people, right? Who have your same hobby and there's a hundred people who have your same interests and there's a hundred people who have your same spiritual gifts, but there's only one you. And so that's where those meet. That's your purpose.
0: And that's how you figure out what you are meant to do. I love that. I love that. I love that simple explanation. That's awesome. I am really excited because I'm partway through this email series. So I am like going to be feeling so purposeful when I'm finished with it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Tell everybody where they can find you so they know where to find all this great stuff. Okay. So my website is beckysquire.com,
1: and I am mostly active on Instagram. So I post there a lot and hang out on stories and stuff. And you can find me there at Becky squire. And then if you wanted to take a look at the magazine, um it's latterdaywomanmagazine.com and on instagram
0: latterdaywoman awesome and we will throw links in the show notes to all these different things that we've been talking about the 72 spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. and the articles about um, all the articles all the things yeah and if you just go to beckysquire.com all of that you can find it really easily Mm -hmm. so awesome so great okay was there anything that i missed or anything else that you wanted to share to kind of finish this off yeah, no, I was just going to say.
1: So I, I did start a few months ago, um, with this new direction of my blog and I am really starting from the very beginning. So if you are somebody who feels that call, but you have no idea what to do or how to do it, I would suggest following my, my blog series. And really we just start, like I said, at the very basics and I have a free course, um, called discovering your spiritual gift. You can sign up for that. It's free. And once you kind of do that, it will also help you kind of build a foundation and figure out how you specifically can influence the world. Love that.
0: Well, if you don't mind, we can move on to the three helpful and happy questions. Are you ready for those? Yes. Okay. So I always try to add this into my podcast because this kind of ties in our podcast with our Helping of Happiness blog. So On Helping of Happiness, I blog about things that make me super happy in family life. And for me, that is food and cooking together and it is traveling or doing fun things. And it's also learning tips and tricks on how to be a better mom because we all just need better homes Mm -hmm. and families, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm learning from you on this. (laughs) So (laughs) I'd love to know what is your favorite food or meal?
1: My favorite food. I don't know if I have a favorite meal. Um I like a lot of meals, but my favorite food is cheese. Ooh. Um, I'm a cheese snob and I like even have a book about cheese. So
0: What's your best
1: cheese? <laughs> well, my I mean I don't make cheese, but <laughs> my favorite cheese to eat is um aged white cheddar. Mm. And I also really like the stinky cheeses I love like the blue blue. cheese Dilton Roquefort yeah all of those um my family can't stand but I love them and then (laughs) I will say this with pure confidence that I make the best
0: cheesecake in the world (gasps) well then I think we need to get together because I love cheesecake that's one of my favorite foods is cheesecake so that sounds amazing yum yum Okay, so what about, do you have a best trip or a dream vacation? So,
1: yeah, both. We love to travel as a family. Um, We love road trips. Um, When we started going, I thought traveling with four kids would be a nightmare, but road trips are actually really awesome. Um, We love going to the national parks. Mm -hmm. Um, We're checking them all off, and we only have my youngest is a fourth grader, and you can get the free. Oh park yeah, pass, you know oh, we max and so, out on that fourth grader. So thing. I'm like, this is our last year that we can do it. So for free, anyways. So, yeah. Um, After that, we'll no that. more
0: parks. We're doing something right. else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Um, so we love national parks. We went to New York City a couple of years ago as a family, and that's where my husband served his mission. And I would, oh. I would highly, highly suggest going and taking your kids to. Um, your husband's mission or to your mission if it's possible I know that you know out of country it's probably not as feasible as New York City but um, talking to you know his old um, ward members and and people who he taught was amazing
0: that is so Um, cool
1: so yeah that was probably one of my favorite trips and my dream vacation top
0: of the bucket list is Switzerland oh take me with you I want to go there too Oh, so fun. One of my. I want
1: to run in the mountains there. That's yes!
0: One of our guests that we had on a couple months ago, she is living in Liechtenstein, which is right next to mm-hmm. Switzerland right now. And oh, all of her stories are so dreamy. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, oh, what would it be like to just drive around yeah, and have those mountains be, you know, just so gorgeous? Oh, yeah, take me with you. I'd love to go on that one. <laughs> someday so last one do you have a homemaking hack for us um no
1: (laughs) (laughs) you sent me this question for me to ponder and I like literally have been thinking about it and I'm like gosh I'm the worst homemaker I must be because I like I don't prioritize cleaning my house I really don't
0: that is a hack right there (laughs) is that a hack just let it
1: go (laughs) um I feel like I am really good at prioritizing like being with my children mm-hmm. and that's so important to me um I'm not saying cleaning if you cl- have a clean house that you're not prioritizing your children but that just I kind of let that go to the side um but so I don't I really don't have like a homemaking um unless you count like having the spirit of your home good that's my I priority totally
0: I think yes. that's amazing. I think that's the most important homemaking hack. I love that. I think it's so good to just put it in perspective sometimes that we can just push all this aside and just, yeah. you know, let's just play with our kids for a little while. Don't worry about the dishes in the sink. Don't worry about, we'll, it will happen. We will get there. Yeah,
1: so true. And as your kids get older, you really figure out every day that time goes faster and faster every year. You know, my oldest is in high school now. I've only got a couple of years left with him and I just want to enjoy every second.
0: Yeah. And I don't enjoy that. cleaning or laundry, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I just make my kids do it now. So it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. My my two <laughs> oldest do theirs and, and they all clean their own bathrooms and stuff. So it is good. So there's my hack is
0: make your kids work. Yeah. Make your kids so do it. Good for then you don't have to. It's your, awesome. So good for them. And then you yeah. don't have to. Yeah. Teach them how, and then just give it to them. It's great.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I only step
0: in when it's really bad or when they're really not around and it's just got to be done. But other than that, let them do it. It's great for them. Perfect. Building character. (laughs) Well, Becky, this has been so much fun for me. I've loved getting to know you and I'm so excited to finish up this email series that you have out and have power in my life and, find out all these other new hobbies that I want to do and pray for better gifts. Well, not better gifts <laughs> to develop my gifts or maybe some gifts I don't have already. So I'm so grateful yes, for I you and it. all that you've done oh, and spending you. some time. So, Well, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun chatting with you. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with a friend. All you have to do is just click that little, there's a little icon there in your podcast app if you're listening, and there's, they have a little thing where you can share it. Or you can take a screenshot of this if you're listening to it on your phone and post it on social media. And make sure you tag us so we can see that you're sharing it because it makes me feel so good when I know that you are really enjoying this content. So, Hope you're having a really great day, and I hope that you'll be having a chance to listen to General Conference this weekend. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite. If you've listened to our podcast in the past six months, this is a occurrence every six months where we have this amazing opportunity to listen to the prophets and leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and it's so faith-promoting, especially in a time when there is just so much to beat you down with the pandemic and with All the fights over racism and the presidential election. This is a weekend of peace and of calm and inspiration, and it would be a great time to ponder your spiritual gifts and your hobbies. I hope you have a great week.